You're listening to The Bev Moore Show, broadcasting on the iHeart Network worldwide. I would like to welcome my guest, Victoria Bell. Victoria is an actress, film director, screenwriter, and producer. Welcome to the show, Victoria. Hi, Bev. Thank you for having me here. Oh, it's such an honor. Victoria, you formed a passion for film from an early age, inspired by your country's rich culture and history. And your deep, yeah, your deep-rooted appreciation for the natural world took root during your upbringing. Tell us a little bit more about your upbringing and what inspired you the most to get into the film industry. Certainly. Well, I grew up, I was born and raised in the Republic of Moldova, which is in Eastern Europe. Um, Then I went to college in Romania, and then I came here. After I graduated college, I came to the States uh, through a student exchange program, and I really loved the United States. Uh, Now, my passion for film has always been there since I was very little. I used to write poems and uh, stories and novels, and later I turned those stories into short films and into movies. Um, But I didn't get into movies until about eight to nine years ago when I got into an acting class. It was like a beginner's Meisner class, and I really enjoyed it. And then I started to work on short films and on student films just to volunteer and help. And I loved, I loved every moment being on set because it's from the creative process to the editing to all aspects, I'm in love with it, which is why I've been so involved in all aspects from acting, directing, to writing, to producing. It's just such a fascinating field of filming, film producing and film creation, that I am passionately in love with every aspect of it. Oh, that sounds awesome. So what intrigued me was during your youth, you spent crafting stories and poems beneath the sheltering canopy of trees. (laughs) Yes, I grew up on a farm. (laughs) Yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up on a farm, on a big farm, and we had a lot of chores. We had a lot of work to do, and that was something that was instilled in me. Hard work is um, a privilege. You know, it's it's a blessing to be able to work and earn your meal. When we were sat at dinner, uh, mom and grandmother always said, you have to earn your meal. You have to really work hard and love the work. And then in my time, when I had downtime, I'll be able to just go and be in nature and I'll climb in a tree or I'll be underneath the tree or I'll just, I love being in nature and I'll write little poems and I'll write little stories and ideas for novels. And that was my way of just being present with me. And I've always been having this intuitive need for reflection for a long time where I get to write and where I get to read poems and read stories. And that was my time where I found my own inner calling for creativity, my own inner desire to make uh, creativity and make something that's outside of me, that's a gift from God, a gift from the universe that is in, in all of us, right? We all have this 
gift inside of our hearts. So that's how I explored it, by taking the time away from work, away from all the chores after I finished all the work, of course. And, and that was my reward to myself. You're listening to The Bev Moore Show, and we'll be right back after the break. The season's open for possibilities. And this spring, the outdoors are in. It's time to see the outside not for what it is, but for all it can be. To go somewhere new, you don't have to log miles. Just open your mind. The place you want to go might be just outside your door. Lowe's. Home to any budget. Home to any possibility. that you earned captain <laughs> well um, so usually when so when you have a production a film production it's uh, you have to have 
it's a family. I look at it as a family, but also as a film director, you have to have that inner force that unites the whole team, but then also inspires and pushes them. But it has this assertiveness in, in, in myself and this firm love that, yes, we are all family and we're all a team. There has to be a force behind of all of us because this is still a business. This is a huge investment of time and money and effort on all of us. And a director's job is to make sure that everyone does their job. And by everyone doing their job, I have to know first what their job is supposed to entitle and where they're needing help and where they're lacking, where they're needing extra help or resources. I'm able to recognize that and then bring that extra help. But also when I see that the team, you know, you have a long production schedule. We're talking 12 hours plus on under conditions, sometimes outside in the dark and when it's hot and there's bugs everywhere. Or we're talking about rain. And this is extremely demanding on our emotional, mental, and, and physical self. And a good captain, which is the director, has to be able to really push the team, the team, but not push it in a forceful way, but it's an inspiring way where you remind them, we are here to create magic. We're here because we all love film. And yes, I, you know, I have a policy that everyone on my production team has to be paid, but you can make money doing any other job. If you choose to be on a set production, you have to love it. You have to love the story to begin with. Mm -hmm. you, we all have the same desire and the same goal in mind that we have to make a badass movie, a great picture that we're all proud of. And for us to achieve that goal, we have to all put our efforts combined to create that team. And a team is only as strong as the captain is, the film director, in my opinion. And that's what I was able to achieve because we encountered a lot of challenges during the film production. You know, it was in the middle of COVID. It was smack and dead in the middle of it when the whole world was completely shut down and we were terrified. We didn't know what's going to happen. But I chose to believe and have faith and to inspire the team. And no matter how many hardships we encountered, I was able to stay behind my team and I was able to complete the production till the end. Awesome. Well, you're the driving force behind yeah. Pasha Entertainment. You're the co-founder. So tell us about that. Tell us how that got started. Um, so Pasha is the nickname of my mother. Um, my mom passed away four years ago, but she's with me always. She was a queen in the true sense of the word. She sacrificed all her life to take care of us, to protect us. Um, our father um, left us when I was very little, and he started a new family. Um, he even had another daughter and named her Victoria. But I never lacked mm -hmm. love. I never lacked anything because Mama was there always for us. She worked so hard. She was a single mother raising four children, and we always had so much love and affection and everything was was in place, right? Like and I knew, I realized later on, I realized 
now that mom never chose anything for herself. She never got to buy herself clothes. She never got to travel. Everything she earned was to take care of us and make sure we all have a college degree, make sure we all dressed properly, make sure we all educated. And but she was a great singer, you know. She had a great voice. She had a great um, handship styling, and she was has this creative talents about her. But she was never even had the chance to look at that, to even explore that. There was no space for that because her mm-hmm. only priority was children and the safety of her home. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. Jake from State Farm, I really want that personal price plan. So I'll admit it, I'm a bath bomb guy. Dude, you do not need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan simply helps you create an affordable price just for you. For real? Who's ready for their jazz bath? No? (laughs) Who is that guy? Jazz bath? Call or click to get a quote today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. How much fun it's gonna be together This Christmas the fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the night And this Christmas will be a very special Christmas for me Presents and cards are here My world is filled with cheer and you This Christmas And as I look around Your eyes outshine the town they do This Christmas Fireside is blazing bright We're caroling through the Mm-hmm. The fireside is blazing bright 
Shake a hand, shake a hand now Wish your brother Merry Christmas All over the land Because my family, my mother raised me well, and I was able to go and get a good college degree, and I was able to travel. And being able to create movies, which is, I think, one of the highest respected art forms, to make movies through the medium of film, it is beautiful, and it's respected, in my opinion. And for me to be able to create, and to be able to make movies is because I don't have the, the hardships my mother encountered. And because of her, I'm here. And in her honor, I want to make movies and I want to inspire other women to create movies and to make any creativity that it's their passion. Now, and that's why I started the company, Pasha Entertainment, it's my mom's nickname. Her name is Paraskovia, and Pasha is the short nickname for it. Um, so I started in her name, and I started back in 2016, and my goal is to create impactful stories and to invite and to encourage women from everywhere to tell their story as well. In my film production, I had over 80% women in, on my production set. And I encourage all people to tell their story. But I think, you know, women from all times, we've been silenced and we've been um, inclined to be a home, to be a mother, to be a wife. But I think women have such powerful stories to tell. And I encourage all of us to speak up and to use our voice to inspire others to also tell their story. I love it. I love it. I love everything you just said. And Pasha is a beautiful name. <laughs> love that name. I love it. And and anything with women empowerment, uh, and, you know, my logo or my speech is speak up. You know that. <laughs> speak up, Bev. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm yeah. all about it. I'm all about speaking up and let everyone hear your voice. So you're speaking my tune. Um, and it's <laughs> yes. just, a, yeah, it's, and it's just an inspiration, you know, to know that you started out, you know, writing poems and short stories and then later developed that into scripts and, and eventually short films that, and then later into go into production then you start directing and acting. I mean, it's huge. It's huge that you've been able to walk all of those steps 
and have knowledge in every role. And that has to be uh, intriguing for you. It has to be just so inspiring. Thank you. I mean, I love every aspect of filmmaking, and that's the part of it that it's hard but also beautiful because I would love to choose a niche, right, just, just be a writer and just spend all your time writing. And then I do that. And I love the story so much. I love the solitude of just being in my own space and write, especially late at night when the world goes quiet. And it feels like, I literally, when I write, I feel like um, unspoken stories that have existed at one point in time in the world on different timelines, maybe on different universes, but these stories existed and they want to be Scared. And they visit me, and I give them full permission to allow me to, to share their story. These characters, these this powerful stories are, are so beautiful. So when I immerse myself to completely release control of where I want to take the story, I allow the characters to speak with me, to uh, take me on their path of where they think they want to take the story. And after I write a powerful I love it so much that I for sure want to direct it. But then I know each character individually, like intimately. I know them deeply, their deepest wishes, desires from their birth to their moment of filming. And therefore I feel so inclined and so like it's an honor to serve these characters. So therefore, I, I would love to, to play a role, you know, and it's not necessarily has to be the lead role because I love all characters equally. But I love to be in the art form of being an actor because it's so mm-hmm. beautiful to see a story living through you. Like, it, it comes to life. It's no longer on a paper. You live that right. story. You feel those emotion deeply and you embark in that life of that character. And it's such an honor yeah. for me to be an actor. And then directing yeah. it is, is putting it all together. So every aspect of filming is beautiful. And it's, it's own individual right. It's absolutely breathtaking. And I can't separate it one from another. That's right. It's all one beautiful craft. You're exactly right. I'm Bev Moore. And we'll be right back after the break. Out for some lays and you face a test Which tasty chip will be the best? Sour cream and onion, smoky barbecue Cheddar, sour cream, salt and vinegar too You sample them all cause the crisp is so good on your lips Yeah, you left your wallet at home But now you have a new best friend The many flavors of Lay's chips One taste and you're in love was the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. In my mind, I want you to be free. Ooh, for all of my friends, Ooh, 
Talk about your debut motion picture, Air of the Witch. Um, you know, it's a psychological horror film. Um, from what I understand, it was inspired by the past of your own family. Yeah. So when I grew up, I, um, I learned about my grandmother, my paternal grandmother. And as I said, my father uh, has... Um, left 
you know, when I was very little. Um, but then I learned that my grandmother, my paternal grandmother, was an actual witch. And we went to visit there once when I was about five or six years old. And um, my grandmother proceeded to ask me to sit on the chair, and she asked me to, um, to she said, I'll put a, a protection spell for you. And I was just a child. I wasn't even listening half the things she was saying. And then I heard what she was whispering. And it was horrifying things. And that's when I knew this is wrong. This is very wrong. And my sister came and she just grabbed my arm and we left. And we never visit that part of family again. We don't stay in touch with them. But that event followed me. And I felt this energy that wasn't clean, that was with me. And I had to go through a lot of an emotional um, journey for myself where I had to have a lot of and time for myself. And from that came the, you know, the whole battle between good and bad, the whole existence between light and darkness. And then I realized mm-hmm. that, that this is all the humanity goes through. And why not put that into a story form? Why not actually bring that? Because we all have fears and, and worries, and we all battle our own demons, our own inside fears that we're going through. So that was the mm-hmm. initial information that came from, from my own paternal grandmother. Now, I have forgiven that side of the family. I hold no ill thoughts or intentions towards them. I have huge compassion in my heart for them. Um, but I decided to, to share my story, to speak up, to be vulnerable enough to open about a part of me that hurt for so long, that was ashamed of that side of me, that, that somebody in my family does such things that could hurt people. Um, and, in, and in that moment of being completely vulnerable, I realized that healing comes through. When you're vulnerable enough to share the part of you that hurts, you no longer, you know, slowly that, that wound starts to heal. And in that process, yes. something beautiful comes through. And this movie was a dedication and an opening of my heart I literally just cut my chest open and I said, here's my heart and, and let the audience see it. And it was hard at first, you know, how, how should I invite the audience to come inside and just see the parts that hurt the most? But that was the inspiration part, right? The whole story doesn't revolve around my family. The story is, has a lot of cool story that it has fiction in it, um, but it's beautiful and it's unique where I, start, I tried to marry the Eastern and the Western style, the American Hollywood style to the Russian style of filmmaking and to create my own style of filmmaking, my own um, take on film and storytelling. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. Okay, so like my neighbor's always trying to outdo me. I get a TV, she gets a bigger one. I go to the zoo, She goes to Africa. Little does she know, I started shopping at Walmart. I get electronics, food, clothes, and even my fave cosmetics. Who's the smart shopper now? Where are you going today, Brittany? Dad, start the car. Savings and rollbacks happen every day on all your favorite products. Walmart, long live the smart shopper. 
and welcome back. And that's how Ear of the Witch came about. I wrote it and I presented it to my team and everybody loved it. And it, it went through many rewrites, of course, and I had an awesome team on, on the production. We filmed it in three and a half years. It took a long time, you know, to make a full feature film. It takes so long, special effects and editing process, and we're going through COVID still through all this time. And finally, came together and completed it, and we had great distribution through Quiver Distribution, which is a very reputable and respected company. And we had a um, premiere at the movie theater here, and we had Sold House. And then now it's available everywhere. It's available on Amazon, YouTube, um, Tubi, uh, Apple, really everywhere. Just just search for Air of the Witch, and you'll be able to watch it. And I want to hear what people think about the story. Because like you oh, said, it's a psychological um, horror with thrillers. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit to it. Because I want a movie not just to be you know, blood and gore. I want it to be an actual story. There is love in this movie. There is fear. There is anger. There is jealousy. There is there's all human spectrum of humanity and emotions because humans are complex. And even the people who you think they're good in the story, you know, there's a twist. There's so many twists in the in the movie, which I love because so many people come to me. They're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. That ending was gripping, and and you totally took me by surprise and all the you know all the the easter eggs are there all the details are there all along and you don't see it all the way until the very end and then when you go rewatch the movie again then you see it it's kind of like a a fight club uh style where you think you're watching one story but then when you get to the end it's totally different so i love the aspect of having of having a thriller and a psychological aspect where there's twists and turns and makes a cool story. Well, it wouldn't have been picked up by so many as far as streaming if it wasn't that good, you know? So you've done an excellent job, obviously. And and to know that um, the synopsis or basically where the plot or where it came from as far as your family and everything, that's a way for you to heal. Um, mm-hmm. and to me that, that's great. You know, it's, it's therapy for you going <laughs> through this film. Yeah, I think it's great all, therapy. Yeah, I think all art form is therapy. You know, if you think about all the greatest art pieces and, um, books and stories and paintings, it came from a deep emotional place, you know, and, and, and people find healing through art. Because art form, I think... Mm-hmm. is the most honest way of expressing our deepest desires and fears of our soul. So how can we find, and I said, do you have like a website as well? Or I know we can Google, they can Google and find it anywhere, Air of the, Air of the Witch, which is H-E-I-R of the Witch. Yes, it's airofthewitch.com. On the website there, there is news about the movie, and I have to I keep updating it because we have so many publications keep happening. Um, and I'm going to New York next week because we have a billboard uh, in Times Square that's going to have a short preview of the movie, Air of the Witch. So it's been getting a lot of attention. And, um, yeah, so on the website, on Air of the Witch, and I'll 
put all the more updates there um, once we get all the interviews, once we get all the uh, feedbacks and reviews from everyone. Um, there is a plot story. There is a story about Pasha Entertainment. Um, and anything really related to the Witch. Also there you can find the Instagram, the Facebook, and how to contact us directly. Uh, send me an email or a message. I'd love to connect with the audience. I want to hear what their thoughts are about the movie. And just if you have any productions or work that's creativity-wise, I'd love to hear that and to stay in touch with everyone. Perfect. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. See the bold new expression of sporty style. Hear the amazing quietness of a truly luxurious cabin. Feel the exceptional horsepower and amazing torque and experience greater acceleration than ever before. Behold, the most powerful sedan in its class. The new Toyota Camry. Real power, absolute performance. Discover the new Camry at toyota.com.my.
and welcome back. So tell us, um, what are you working on now as far as other scripts, uh, you know, any thrillers, comedies, anything? Yeah, yeah so I'm a, uh, well, I'm always working on something. I love writing, and I have a multitude of scripts I'm working on. Um, I'm actually taking writing classes, um, and then I'm taking film directing classes at UCLA School in L.A., in Los Angeles, um, because although when I did the movie Arrow the Witch, I did not have any training in filming, so I kind of did it by learning it and researching it, and it was a huge learning curve for me. But then later I said I need to find the, the proper way, you know, and I started to do the school, and I've been doing that for the last year and a half, and uh, hopefully by next year I'll graduate from that. Um, which is beautiful and I love it, but I still have to do that in the time that I'm also making movies. So um, I'm writing now a, a, um, two movies. Well, one is complete. It's called Five, which is it's a psychological thriller. And then I'm also working on a romantic comedy. And it's oh. like a whole story. So it's lovely and it's lighthearted and it's supposed to be very... Um, it, it has a little bit of grieving there, but it also has a lot of love and connection, and it's a really feel-good family movie. So when I'm talking about storytelling, I love to open my heart and my spectrum to every genre, right? I'm not just committed to horror or to thriller. I love romantic movies. I love romance and, and, and hallmarky-type family movies. So that's what the movie I'm working on now. Next is kind of feel-good family movie, but I'm also working on a psychological thriller uh, because I love those two. You know, it's, it's just cool and entertaining that way. So I'm working on two projects at the time. Awesome. Well, we can't wait till that, till that comes about and we can see what you're working on next. It sounds like you're going to really go fast-paced now that Air of the <laughs> Witches uh, come to surface. And, you know, going to New York and going to go on the billboard, I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, and we're very excited because it's, it's, it's been a lot of hard work, but hard work starts to pay off, right? Because after three and a half years of making this movie, there's been moments where I started to doubt and I started comments that are meant to put you down or meant to stop you. Right. But then I, I will look back and think, you know what, where I come from, I come from a family where we work hard and we love what we do and we are committed to our work and we're honest people and we have integrity and we have deep love and devotion for our work. I'm Bev Moore and we'll be right back after the break. At Jersey Mike's, they slice your order fresh right in front of you. And let me tell you, watching that can send a rush of emotions through a person. Excitement, impatience, baby-like wonder, indecisive, anticipatory chewing, nervous pacing, happy claps, and finally, jealousy, because that's this guy's sub. I should order one. Mm, good idea. Sliced right in front of you. It's a Jersey Mike's thing. A sub above. Watch out, you 
better not cry, you better not pout. I am telling you why, cause Santa Claus is coming to town. You better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out, you better not cry, you better not pout, I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming, I mean the big fat man with the long white beard he's coming to town and welcome back so coming from a third world country like Moldova on a farm and getting this far is because I've been perseverant and I worked hard and I believed and the goals and I put in the work. So even wow. when I encountered challenges and even when people who were meant to try to stop me or discourage me, I don't let that bother me. I expand compassion and love to everyone because I understand we as human operate from two places, either love or fear. And people could say hurtful things when they're in pain. And I forgive them and send them love. And then I keep my head up and my chin up and get back to work. You know, because that's what makes me happy when I see the results of my work. And after all this time and all this effort, it's finally starting to pay off. And it's a beautiful feeling to, and a gratitude, immersive gratitude that comes to my heart where I'm like, thank you, you know, thank you, Lord. I am here and I worked hard. And I'm not going to stop. I'm going to keep on going because it's a beautiful journey. And the, the gratitude and the, the reward is in the journey, in the work. It's not in the destination. It's in actually the journey of doing the work every day and showing up for your path and for your goals. Um, and you, you have to just keep your, your head high and keep mm-hmm. going and shooting for the stars and, and never lose focus. And I mean that's how that's how I survive, you know. And you just you just keep going that same direction, and don't let anything get you off that path. And it sounds like yeah. you've done exactly that in all these years. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I use it as you know I use it as fuel when people say like, oh, you're not you're not going to accomplish anything. I'm like, oh, watch me do it twice as better than you initially thought. That's right. Yes. And is that a nice yes, thank you. Way? More, <laughs> right, it's, it gives you more motivation. It's like more exactly. motivation. Right. Exactly. Right. I know I am dedicated to this, and I know the passion in my heart, and I know how hard I work, and nobody knows that, right? Like nobody's sitting by, beside me day and night when I'm working so hard, long hours. Nobody's there to see that. I know it, 
And that's all we need for me to know that I'm going to put in the work no matter how long it's going to take. And that is rewarding to me because instead of talking about it, I'm going to do it. I'm going to be about it. Because we all have goals and desires to create something, to make something. But if we're going to complain and make excuses, that's all you're going to have in the end, just excuses. You're going to start to do the work every single day, do something for your goals, and you're going to get there. Well, I am very impressed and very proud of you. Uh, I'm here in Charlotte, North Carolina, and you're here in Charlotte, North Carolina. And that's why I wanted to have you on the show so we could make the proud announcement. Thank you so much, Beth. <laughs> this is a really beautiful conversation, and I love you and your work, and I've known your journey, too, and how much work you do for all the people in the industry, and you're offering this platform to help people speak up and, and share their voices and their story, and that's admirable, and I'm very grateful and appreciative of you taking the time to to give me this space to speak about my journey and Arrow the Witch and to, to give all of us a place to, to be ourselves and to share parts of our hearts with the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I wish you so much success. And I know you're just now starting, but I see a great future ahead for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. And I appreciate you for being my guest on the Bev Moore Show. I'll be right back. I'm Bev Moore, and we'll be right back after the break. You know that big bargain detergent jug is 85% water, right? 85% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Oh, pass me the intercom thing. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright Tiny tots with their eyes all aglow Will find it hard to sleep tonight They know that Santa's on his way He's loaded lots of toys and goodies on his sleigh And every mother's child is gonna spy To see if reindeer really know how to fly And so I'm offering this simple phrase Kids from one to ninety-two 
Although it's been said many times, many ways, Merry Christmas to Thanks for tuning in to the Bev Moore Show. I hope you've enjoyed this program and will tune in for many more. Until next time, take care.